Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Live Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to share my reaction to the Seattle Seahawks Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. I also want to talk about a few of the other matchups around the NFL for Week 11, uh, and I also want to talk a little more MLB news as well. So we're going to get right into it by talking about this Seahawks Buccaneers matchup. A really interesting game over in Munich, Germany. The game was scoreless going into the second quarter. Um, but then the Buccaneers really start to get their running game going. Uh, that ultimately sets up Tom Brady to throw a touchdown pass to Julio Jones, a 31-yard touchdown connection to give the Buccaneers a 7 to nothing lead. Uh, then Leonard Fournette gets a rushing touchdown to extend the Buccaneers' lead to 14 to nothing. Uh, and then late in the second quarter, Buccaneers dominating in the first half of this football game. They try to get a little fancy in the red zone. Leonard Fournette takes a direct snap at quarterback. He tries to find Tom Brady in the end zone, but Tom Brady slips. The ball gets intercepted by Tariq Willen, but unfortunately the Seahawks were not able to capitalize on this turnover. They go into halftime trailing 14-0. But then in the third quarter, the Seahawks start to find a rhythm offensively. Geno Smith completes some quick passes to get the Seahawks in field goal range. Jason Myers takes a 55-yard field goal. That makes the score 14-3, but then on the Seahawks' next possession, um, they continue to move the football well. They get into the red zone, but then Geno Smith fumbles the football. The ball gets recovered by the Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers capitalize on this turnover. Tom Brady finds Chris Godwin in the end zone to extend the Buccaneers' lead to 21-3, and it looks like the Buccaneers were going to run away with this game, but then Tom Brady throws an interception to Cody Barton. Um, and after the interception, Geno Smith finds DK Metcalf in the end zone. That makes a score 21 to 9. Seahawks go for the two point conversion, but the two point conversion was unsuccessful. Um, so the Buccaneers hang on to the 21 to 9 lead. Then late in the fourth quarter, on fourth down, Geno Smith finds Marquise Goodwin in the end zone. That makes a score 21 to 16. Uh, but in the end, the Seahawks just come up a little bit short in this game. Buccaneers hang on and win the game. Final score of 21 to 16. Uh, one of the main reasons why the Buccaneers were able to win this game uh, was because of their ability to run the football effectively. Um, a good game for Leonard Fournette and for Rashad White as well. Uh, Leonard Fournette leaves the game with a hip injury. Rashad White takes over. Uh, he ends up really running the football well. Um, he ends up coming up with a big third down conversion. Um, after he runs over Quandre Diggs to pick up a big first down for the Buccaneers. Um, and uh, that was another reason why the Buccaneers won this game. They did a really good job of converting on third downs. There were a lot of third and, third and short situations that the Buccaneers were able uh, to turn into first downs. And ultimately, uh, their running game wore down the Seahawks defense. They ended up running for 161 Total yards in this game, 105 rushing yards for Rashad White. Um, and uh, the Buccaneers get a big win, 21-16. to um, In the end, um, you know, uh, the slow start for the Seahawks really ended up hurting them. Um, and uh, the fumble in the third quarter in the red zone by Geno Smith, uh, that proved to be costly as well. Um, that led to a touchdown um, for the Buccaneers. And... Um, too many timely penalties, uh, but all things that the Seahawks could clean up going into their bye week. Um, Seahawks will still be in good shape going into their bye week with a 6-4 and four record. 
uh, the Buccaneers um, get the big win. They improved to five and five uh, going into their bye week. So um, overall, this was a good game. It was close. Um, a great um, job by the Seahawks to make this game interesting in the second half. Uh, but in the end, they come up a little bit short. Um, and the Buccaneers get the big win, 21-16. to 16. So that's my thoughts on the Seahawks-Buccaneers matchup. Now I want to talk about a few of the other matchups around the NFL for Week 11. Lots of interesting games. Um, a couple of big games that went into overtime. A uh, big win for the Vikings over the Buffalo Bills, 33-30. to 30, A big overtime win. Um, lots of turnovers in this game. Um, Kirk Cousins was able to overcome... Um, throwing three interceptions, and uh, he ends up leading the Vikings to a win. Great game for Justin Jefferson. Um, Ten receptions, 193 yards, and a touchdown. Um, So, um, great game for the Vikings. Uh, Dalvin Cook runs the football well, um, and uh, their defense ends up coming up with four big turnovers, two interceptions by Josh Allen, um, and Josh Allen also fumbles the football a couple of times. Um, and the Vikings, uh, they get a big win uh, to improve their record eight and one. Um, you know, they get a big win against um, a quarterback that has been in the MVP conversation all season long. So, um, you know, I think it's time um, that um, people just really start to notice this Minnesota Vikings team. And, um, you know, they got to stop sleeping on them. So big win for the Vikings. Uh, the Packers, they get back on track. With a big win over the Dallas Cowboys, um, Packers overcome a 14-point deficit late in the fourth quarter, and uh, they end up getting a big win in overtime. Uh, lots of turnovers in this game as well. Um, great game for Aaron Rodgers and for Tristan Watson. Um, Tristan Watson ends up with three touchdown receptions in this game, uh, and Aaron Jones runs the football well, and the Packers uh, they get a big win over the Cowboys. A um, couple of turnovers by Dak Prescott in this game. Um, and, uh, you know, although um, both offenses really play well, it was, it was the Packers um, that get the big win in the end, um, overcoming a 14-point deficit um, to get a big win. Um, and how about the Lions? They pick up their second win in a row. Uh, they overcome a 14-point deficit as well. Um, to get a big win over the Chicago Bears, 31-30. to A great game for Justin Fields running the football, but again, um, the Bears just come up a little bit short, and the Lions pick up their second win in a row. Um, how about the Colts? Um, with all of the questions uh, surrounding uh, the hiring of Jeff Saturday as the Colts' new head coach, um, the Colts were able to um, overcome all those those distractions and uh, they get a big win 25 to 20 over the Las Vegas Raiders. So a great day for Jeff Saturday and for the Colts Um, and a good game for Matt Ryan. Um, And uh, another interesting game, uh, the Steelers, um, they get back on track with a big win over the Saints. Uh, Great job by um, the Steelers defense. They are very happy to have TJ Watt back and uh, they get a big win over the Saints. Uh, the Dolphins, they continue to click on all cylinders. Um, they get a big win over the Cleveland Browns, um, 39-17. to Tua continues to have that offense rolling, 
and the Dolphins' defense really plays well in this game as well. Um, and um, uh, you look at that AFC East division, that's going to be a fun division to continue um, to keep an eye on over the remainder of the regular season. If the playoffs were to start today, all four AFC East teams would be in the playoffs. So, um, you know, that's an exciting division. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, um, the Bills, uh, the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Patriots all playing good football. So, um, you know, that's going to be a fun race here down the stretch. Um, and, um, you know, it's going to be fun to watch. Um, and uh, uh, the Titans, uh, they get um, a win over the Broncos with Ryan Tannehill back. Uh, they get a win 17 to 10 over the Broncos. Um, the Giants, uh, they get a big win over uh, the Houston Texans. Um, and how about the Commanders? They upset the Eagles on Monday Night Football uh, to get a big win. Um, and um, the Commanders improved to 5-5. Five and five. Uh, The Eagles record drops to 8-1. and one. So that's going to be a fun division to keep an eye on as well over in the NFC East. Um, you know, uh, the Cowboys and Giants are now uh, one game behind uh, the Eagles in the standings. And uh, the Commanders are close behind as well with a 5-5 five and five record. So uh, that's going to be a fun division uh, to watch. Um, and uh, the 49ers, uh, they win a close game on Sunday Night Football over uh, the L.A. Chargers. Um, you got to give the Chargers credit. Um, for hanging in there uh, with this 49ers team uh, with all of the injuries um, on the Chargers roster. Um, But uh, in the end of this 49ers running game uh, proves to be too much uh, for a banged up Chargers defense. Um, And the 49ers get the win 22 to 16 over the Chargers. Um, So lots of good games around the NFL for week 11. It was fun to watch. Um, and I can't wait to see what happens in week 12. So uh, that was a fun week around the NFL. Now I want to talk MLB baseball. Um, it is awards week um, in the MLB. Uh, so uh, that's going to be fun uh, to watch to see who wins all of these awards. Um, all the Gold Glove Awards have already been handed out. Uh, the Platinum Glove Award winners. Um, um, that uh, was really cool. Uh, to see as well, um, the Platinum Glove, uh, that's an award uh, going to the best overall defender uh, in both leagues. Um, and over in the American League, Jose Trevino, catcher for the New York Yankees, um, wins the award. And over in the National League, uh, Nolan Arenado wins the Platinum Glove, third baseman for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, so congratulations to those guys. Um and especially Nolan Arenado, his 10th consecutive Gold Glove Award, and now he's a Platinum Glove Award winner as well. Um, so um, uh, congratulations to those guys. Um, and also the Rookie of the Year Awards were handed out as well. Um, Julio Rodriguez, center fielder for the Seattle Mariners, uh, he wins the Rookie of the Year Award for the American League. Great season for Julio Rodriguez, um, 284 batting average. Uh, with 28 home runs and 75 RBIs. Uh, he also stole 25 bases um, and did a really good job um, out in center field, a great uh, defender out in center field. So um, 
great rookie season for Julio Rodriguez. Um, can't wait to see how he builds on that. Um, and he's going to have an incredible career. And uh, over in the National League, Michael Harris uh, wins uh, the award for the Atlanta Braves. Um, he had a really good year as well with a 297, um, a 297 batting average uh, with 19 home runs. Um, so a great year for Michael Harris, the second. Um, he also is a very good uh, defender out in center field. Um, so uh, congratulations uh, to both these guys on incredible rookie seasons. Um, and, uh, you know, I think uh, this um, uh, this uh, young um, class of uh, MLB uh, players um, is going to be very good for a, a long time uh, with all these young stars. Um, and uh, MLB baseball is going to be very exciting to watch. Um, and uh, keep an eye on uh, the Cy Young Award and uh, the MVP Award uh, winners as well, um, and also the Manager of the Year Award winners. Um, so um, I'll keep you guys up to date on all of that um, on the next podcast episode. Um, but uh, great baseball season. So uh, that's my thoughts on everything um, so far. Um, now I just want to leave you guys uh, with a quick thought before I go. Um, uh, the other day at church, um, you know, um, we were talking about uh, the prodigal son, um, and, uh, that story is found in uh, Luke chapter 15. Um, it's an incredible story. Um, and, um, Jesus, uh, tells the parable of the prodigal son. Um, and, uh, you know, that's the story of, of, um, a father who had two sons and, uh, the youngest son tells his father, um, you know, he tells him, give me my inheritance. Um, and uh, so the father um, gives him uh, his inheritance and the son just packs up all of his belongings um, and he leaves to a distant land and he goes um, and he um, just wastes away all of his father's inheritance. Um, you know, he uh, wastes away all of that money. Um, and uh, in that distant land where he is living, um, uh, there's a famine um, and he ends up uh, getting a job feeding pigs. Um, and, uh, you know, while he's out feeding those pigs, he realizes, you know, just how hungry he is. Um, and, you know, he sees that pig food and he's so hungry that even that pig food seems good to him to eat. Um, and, you know, he realizes that he longs for his father's house. Um, and, you know, he thinks about how, you know, um, even the servants in his father's house had plenty of food to eat. Um, and, uh, and, you know, he longed to, to return to his father. Um, so, you know, he made a plan uh, to go back home and to tell his father, I'm not worthy of being your son. Um, so just hire me as one of your servants. Um, and so when he goes back home, um, you know, the most incredible part of the story to me is the fact that, uh, the father runs to his son and, you know, and he embraces him. Um, and, you know, when his son tells him, you know, father, I'm not worthy of being your son, hire me um, as one of your servants. And the father tells him, no, you, you are my son. You will always be my son. Um, and, you know, he clothes him in fine robes and, you know, he makes a feast and, and a celebration, 
because his son returns home. Um, and in that same way, um, you know, um, anyone who's listening here today, um, you know, who has not yet accepted Jesus Christ uh, in your heart and in your life, who has not yet accepted God, um, you know, um, just know that that God is your heavenly father. You are a child of God. Uh, we are all children of God. And, um, you know, when when you um, ask God for forgiveness um, and, you know, when when you, you know, ask God to come into your life, um, you know, God will run to you. God will embrace you. Um, and, and once again, uh, you can be a child of God. Um, you know, just like the prodigal son returned home to his father, um, you know, you too can return um, to your heavenly father and once again, be a child of God. Uh, so anyone who's listening today, I just want to encourage you to accept um, you know, God in your heart and in your life. Um, and to know that, um, God is waiting for you uh, to run into his arms. God will embrace you. God has never left you. God has never forsaken you. Um, and you have always been a child of God. So I just want to leave you guys with that. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, God bless you guys. Always remember that God is love. God loves you. God is good all the time. Thank you guys for listening. Um, and uh, go Hawks.